You're an idiot. Okay. Hi, my name's Alistair. <laughs> Hi, my name's Kat, and this is Bampot Productions Podcast. So you have a topic for us today. I do. Well, I'm not sure if the listeners are aware, but Texas... Is a state in America. The United States of America. Yes. Not the whole of the Americas. They have brought in very restrictive abortion laws. Well, restrictive to who? The women. Well, they're very freeing to the fetus. That is one way to look at it. Mm. We are going to look at this objectively. They are also they have also brought out laws on the whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. How much money can a whistleblower get, Ali, in the state of Texas, if so, they tell the authorities that a woman is pregnant and that she's had an abortion in the state of Texas? Underground abortion, so illegal. Is it not also seeking out an abortion as well as? Is it just outside of the state? No. I, so you said mm. if they have an underground abortion. Mm. I might be wrong in this, but I thought that it was also if they were seeking an underground abortion out. Like, oh, if they've so been asking if about you, it. So if you know someone's looking for one and you report them. I might be wrong about that. I really I haven't don't really read... I the laws, actually. I haven't read anything too authoritative yeah. on this subject so far. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I thought... Well, I mean, surely um, if they criminalise abortion, including for rape and incest, is highly restrictive. And I made an assumption that the laws would also cover underground abortion in the state, right? Mm. So I think, from what I've read, although I've not read anything too authoritative on this so far, but I think there's a $10,000 reward. For reporting if a woman... Is seeking an abortion or has so had that's an what I'm not sure about which one of those it is. I don't really know either. To bring wouldn't yeah, that be hard to prove that they were seeking an abortion? Yeah, because they could just deny it. They could do, but I guess if you know there's money involved, you know, I guess spying on people, setting up surveillance could be a big thing. You could then go in and you know if someone has text messages or they're. Um, you know, a paper trail there, then yeah, uh, it could be a could be a big big money making. In fact, I read someone making a, a very cynical joke about this, but you know, it's actually becoming profitable now to go and become a full time rapist in the state of Texas and then report. That was you that made that joke. No, I read it. From where? I can't remember where I read mm. it, but something online. From the life of Alistair Hodgson magazine. Uh, yeah, I definitely didn't come up with that joke, but I did think you it didn't. was quite funny and certainly highlighted the problem with this law. Um, Surely that wouldn't happen. I mean, can someone who commits a crime gain from it in the financial sense? I thought there were laws against that now in most countries, especially in the United States, because I know there's laws against that here. I think becoming a full-time rapist in Texas isn't really a profitable career choice for those reasons but as a cynical take on it I think it shows a lot of the problems with this law I don't know how actually to be honest with you though because the laws are so new on the books I don't know how easy it would be to actually enforce that in terms of the whistleblowing but Mm. equally could women not just leave the state for abortions I think so. I mean, they could leave the state, or does the law of Texas extend to outside of the state? Because I thought that state law applied in in the state. So, hypothetically, if a girl were to get pregnancy 
and say if she were to leave for I I I don't know, but the next um state I I don't would the law extend that far would would she in theory be charged if and when she came back no i i think they won't it's i, I don't think so i, I think it, you can travel for your abortion that's absolutely fine i think you can even make the arrangements in your own state to have it done i think However, the issue is that Texas is a very large area. I mean, it's massive. And you're looking at the cost to travel, to stay overnight, to be able to pay yeah. medical bills out of state and to, be able, and to be able to travel back. Um, the issue is that this is only for people that can afford it now. So the people that are going to suffer most are people on, you know, once again, low incomes. Yeah which I think is already very unfair, which is very unfair because if you're on low income and you don't have that much money, your life is hard anyway. Mm. Um, and if you're a woman, it's probably going to be made harder because of this. And you might find women may die or become very physically hurt if they seek what you call underground abortions that are not done correctly. Um, so there would definitely be a business for that. So, yeah, but but the thing is, though, in the wider scope, there's about 19 states that are Republican-led that across the years have been slowly um, restricting abortion yep. laws. Um, so one of the articles in Times was saying that there's an aim to almost regress the Roe v. Wade, which yeah. was the Supreme Court case that legalised abortion in all of the... US, which actually wasn't that long ago. That was only, was it the late 1960s? Going into the early 1970s when they legalised abortion? Oh man, I thought it was 70s into 80s. I didn't realise it was... Was it 70s into 80s? I I, I don't know. I thought at least it was late 60s going into early 70s in the US, the Roe v. Wade. Could could you check that? I'm doing that just now. Oh, so yeah, 1973. 1973? Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't even that long ago. Now, my personal opinion is, is that if a woman gets pregnant, regardless of the reason, if she really doesn't want to have that baby, why, why, why should she have it? I mean, what positive would that bring to, en- to anyone? Because she would either need to give up the child, meaning that she lives with lifelong guilt, and shame of having done that, or she would have to take care of a child that she that she doesn't want. So how healthy of a relationship could they ever have? Thoughts? Yeah. I guess the argument against that specific one is that you don't get to kill someone else just because the relationship's bad. You know, if you assume that the child, that the fetus mm. is a living human being. Yeah, if you make that assumption, if you have that idea. There's no other situation where you get to actively end an, end a life deliberately just because of um, negative, say, outcomes. Like, there are very few situations where... I mean, maybe kind of death penalty sort of thing, you could argue, but in kind of normal life, um, you know, if one of us or one of our family members was to become, you know, chronically depressed, 
we don't have a right to end their life for them or make that decision just based on... Is that really the same thing compared to abortion, though? I think you can argue it is, actually, because for me, right. I, I think for me, the reason why abortion is... I, I think it's comparable anyway, and I think a lot of people that argue for abortion get quite wrapped up in mm. um, nuance and specific examples that, like... So one of the ones that comes up a lot in the Texas debate is the idea that women who have been raped or have a child, you know, from an incestual like sexual assault, uh, um, they they legally now can't seek abortions in the state. They can't even if it's rape or incest. But they can't. No. But here's the thing: I don't think that's a useful thing to argue for people who are pro-abortion. People go to these extreme situations. And I think for me, the problem I have with those extreme situations is it creates two class of women. You have the women who are victims and deserve the right to choose what happened with their body. Mm -hmm. And then you have, say, other women that are essentially just sluts that deserve what happened to them. Like, if you're arguing for the specific and the extreme cases, well, what about incest and rape? Like, okay, fine, that is a problem. However... um, all women deserve this right to choose what happens to their body. For me, I think the abortion argument is a really simple one, morally and philosophically. I think that the fetus is a human being. Um, I think you can't quite go ahead to say a child because it's a different stage of development. I think it's a scientific term, but it is a human being. Um, it's an individual human being. However, the reason why I think abortion is okay is because it's an issue of consent everyone and and consent is a really mature area of moral philosophy like we know how it applies in a lot of different situations um we know when like we, we've kind of figured out as a society <clears throat> when someone has to consent to their body being used in examples where your freedom and decisions of your body are taken away from you. Those are very highly regulated areas. And you can think of being, say, arrested by the police. You know, those are incredibly regulated and becoming more so, you know, the police have the duty of care as well. They're not allowed to just beat you behind a a bin. I I think this, I do think this is all relevant. That does happen. (laughs) It does happen, but there's outcry with it. Like we know what is right here. I think that if you take part in a medical study, Consent mm. is very obvious. Like, um, I I knew someone that took part in a medical study a few years ago, and the consent paper was black and white, very clear. And it's you have the right to withdraw from the study at any time, for any reason or no reason. You don't have to give anything. Um, when someone else wishes to use your body in a certain way. Um, you have complete control to withdraw that at any stage. I think this is something that's happened even in um, kind of... And actually, this was a very easy one to kind of get through. I think the idea of... Um, do you remember Julian Assange's sexual assault? The idea is that she woke up and he was having sex. But this was the claim yeah, anyway. Yeah, that was what... Although I don't know if he was ever convicted with that. He was wasn't. he ever charged? No. However, even. the point I'm making is in the wider kind of context yeah. of society... There were a few people stuck their heads up and said, oh, well, that was just bad sexual etiquette. It wasn't really a rape or assault. But those views are by and large a minority now. Even in these situations, people understand that, you know, giving consent 
to have sex is not consent to continue having sex. You can withdraw it at any time and stop at any time. Uh, all I'm saying is consent is a very well understood area of morality. It's entirely black and white. And in terms of abortion, I think that basically if you're a woman and you have anything living inside you, another human being, you have to consent to your body being used. And that's how we apply consent in every other situation. And if you want to say that abortion is different, sorry, that pregnancy is different, you have to argue why that's an exception. Um, and I find it really interesting that, you know, as soon as the child is born, the normal rules of consent apply again. So let's say the child needs a liver transplant or a blood donation. As soon as it's outside of the mother, there's no legal requirement for you to give blood for that child. Um, and I find it really interesting that while the woman has to carry the burden, it's assumed that she has to do it <laughs> and she doesn't have the right to withdraw consent to her body being used. However, as soon as it could be possible for the man to have to step in and donate parts of his body or a transplant or blood, suddenly it goes back to the normal rules of you get to choose how your body's being used. So there is a degree of sexism you're saying? I think completely, no, it's completely If This is a point many people have made before, but if pregnancy was something that happened to men, abortions <laughs> would be a walk-in procedure. Like, a, a, there wouldn't even be a question Not about that I'm it. saying that men can't have an opinion on abortion, whether they agree with me or not. I don't think <clears throat> that's correct as well. Yeah. But not to bring it back to sex and gender, but I guarantee you that in the Texas state, Led legislator, the majority of them that would have passed it would indeed have been men. Yes, yeah. Yep, once again, completely uh, true. And I agree with what you're saying about the consent um, as a concept. And it seems... the sexism equally does apply. Although some people might say, oh, well, that just happens to be the case because it's more men that are in politics, there's more men that have power. But on the surface, you could argue, well, there's a sexism involved. There's a fair point Although some there. women also are against abortion yeah. as well. In fact, there are many that many have women are against it. Yeah. that are against it. But I guarantee you that if they had a daughter or anyone that they know that has fallen foul or like you mentioned, just fall pregnant, especially through something that is not their fault, like rape or incest, they would be the first the ones first to ones, drive yeah. them to the abortionist. I and I guarantee you, because it's one rule for everyone else and it's a different one for them in their own family. You find that a lot. We were talking about this the other day with that's very um, common. Sarah Palin, you know. Yeah. She was very right-wing, Christian uh -huh. kind of attitude. And but her daughter falls pregnant. Has a pregnancy out of wedlock and that uh -huh. was a, a big issue. But I'm pretty sure that she would have been like, damn, I should have found out before the election campaign and given her an abortion, see? But this is the problem with, um, I, I think, this attitude of trying to create any example where you want to, like an extreme example where you want people to admit, well, abortion's okay in that circumstance. Abortion is okay in all circumstances because it's a right to, it's consent to how you use your body. Um, I have to say, and okay, so if I can say two things here, mm -hmm. um, this is my problem though. Like it creates two classes of women. Like this is it. When you have these kind of say powerful women that are making these arguments and politics against it, when They're it happens, anti abortion. Well, when it, yes, that are anti abortion. Mm -hmm. When it happens to their family, well, those are just good girls that made a mistake. But everyone uh, else's daughters are sluts that deserve it. Like, that's the problem here. There's a complete. Sorry. 
No, go on. And, Is and that agreeing with this? The other point I, I wanted to say, I think that's the danger of arguing for um, abortion in extreme circumstances like rape or incest because you create two classes of women. All women have the right to consent and decide how their bodies used. And I have to say as well, a lot of people say that abortion is murder. I have to say, this is something I'm not entirely sure about, but I think it's... Is it though? No, I, I, I don't think it is. Um, I don't think so either. But what I have to say is, um, murder is a very specific thing. I mean, you are causing the death yeah, of a living human life. being. Yes. And I think you have to acknowledge that. The thing about life is it, it's just, it's not pretty and it's not nice and you don't always get golden sunshine and roses everywhere it's an ugly side of this that you are ending in a life when you get an abortion um what i would say though is that i think that human being that's inside of a woman has the same rights as everybody else you hear this a lot where people say oh you know it, why does the the mother have more rights than the child and i don't think that's true i think everyone has equal rights in this situation the point is when you want to use someone else's body they have a right to withdraw consent. So by being able to end that, but like, once again, if a child was born, it required like a blood donation every mm -hmm. week from the mother, the mother would be legally allowed to withdraw that at any time and it wouldn't be called murder. You, you're, you're allowed to not have your blood taken if you don't want it. Most people wouldn't, but that's your, that's your right. We know how this applies in the medical context. And the point I, I just want to make here is that... <clears throat> When it comes to the child, I think at some point in the future, we will have the ability to perform an abortion which does not end the life of, a, of the child. And I think at that point, the woman who is pregnant, I don't think should be allowed to determine like that child dying. So let's say we're 20 years in the future and you can perform an abortion at any stage that allows that child to grow and live a full life, that, that fetus to grow and live a full life. I don't think the woman should have a choice between the old method, which ends the life of the fetus, and the new method, which preserves the life of, of the fetus. I, I really do think that you know, all other things being equal, if there's like a, a safety concern or the one's more dangerous for her, to, then she obviously has every right to choose the medical procedure that's best for her. But all other things being equal, I think the fetus does have a right to life. I just think that like no other human being, you don't have a right to life while using someone else's body. You know, if you have a rare blood disease, um, you know, I'd give you a bone marrow transplant, whatever I could, I would, but I, I don't, you can't force me to do that. I can't force you to do that. Like, no one can force, you can't just go into the street and pick someone and say, I need your bone marrow, give it to me. And if they say no, it's not murder. Like, it's the same thing with a child. Yeah, the concept and the terminology of murder to me doesn't really fit that context. It's but not a lot the same. of people seem to be very flippant with the way they use it. But then if they have that point of view, then they need to find ways to justify it, yeah. right? So it is twisted, but like, I agree with what you're saying and I feel that you've articulated it in a very sense sensitive way. Um, I feel in Texas, because they've even said that you can't have an abortion when it's rape, it's that what's more important, the mental and physical welfare of the woman or this unborn child? Because it's like... Mm. 
I mean, you sometimes have to make a choice. Well, I don't think that... But what I'm saying is I don't think that's the choice for the law to make. I think that's the choice of every individual woman to make. The, some women will be quite happy to... In these horrible situations... Yep. Uh, well, maybe not Painful quite... Painful if that is. ...happy, but some women will yeah, want to do that. Yeah, they'll just accept it. Um, some will just accept it. Some will view it as a blessing in a horrible situation but when but my point is it's for every individual woman to decide what is right for them and what i'm saying is i don't think this is part of the legal debate like this clearly and i don't even know why this is so complex in my mind i i'm sure i must be missing something because very few people seem to talk about it this way but to me this seems to be an issue of consent and as human beings we understand consent really well like we understand like it's an area we've really got down to quite a black and white like there's very little gray area in consent like very little um we know how it applies in almost every situation yet in this one area we we, we change it completely but i what i'm saying is legally i think that it's for every woman to decide what's right for them and they can they should be able to seek medical advice spiritual advice if they want it um, they should get you know advice from counselling and all. There should be a full range of products available for people to for women to be able to make the best decision. Um, however, I don't think that's part of the legal debate. I, I think the law should really just step back here. It's black and white. Women sh- should be allowed to choose what happens to their body, and um, everything else is for individuals to decide. It shouldn't be part of the legal debate. I say I really don't like when people say this. Oh well. You know, how can you balance, you know, rape against the rights of the mother and the child? It's like, yeah, you don't have to do that. Like that's That for... should be the decision of the mother. Yeah, right. That's the decision of the... That's a horrendous decision, but that's for the person in that situation to decide. You don't have to figure that out for them. I mean, I can't... <laughs> you know? That's true, but What's... how many women would want to have a child through rape? It doesn't matter. Once again, it doesn't matter I mean, how many want it. Start. Like, I know that doesn't sound nice to say. It's just Probably that... not, no. I mean, oh, but like I mean, if that's what they decide, then yeah. yeah, it's just that shouldn't they have the option of not? But the state of Texas has now taken that away from them. But once again, regardless of whether it's rape or not, every woman should have the choice of whether the their body is used by another living person, just like every other human being gets to do. <laughs> it has nothing to do with like rape or incest or these extreme cases. And I, my example takes you to a very extreme place in some ways. Like, um, you know, imagine someone's like nine months pregnant and they want an abortion so they can go on a skiing holiday. Oh, that, you know, the more extreme you make the them... The dilemmas. Well, the more extreme you make them, the fewer people they're going to apply to. Um, yeah, cause they're, because they're so extreme, they're so fringe. However, I think it applies the same. Like, that's how consent applies. Like, you know, it... it there's no other situation where we put any limits on how someone's body's used. I guess the thing is, once you get to nine months, there's probably a good chance that you could deliver the child and, you know, um, it would be able to, to live with, you know, like an early kind of birth kind of thing. But my point is that there's no other situation. I think you do get some weird kind of shitty things there with this approach to it, but... Once again, it's for every individual to decide how their body is used and, you know, what medical treatments are appropriate for them. There's nothing else so controversial as this abortion. I find it really weird, like, at the moment, like, if you're Mm pro-life, 
the pro-life people often try to say this as, oh, we support the rights of the fetus and the pro-choice say, well, we support the rights of the mother. And I actually have to say, I, I think that if you're pro-choice, you actually can support both rights equally. Like the fetus has the exact same rights. In my model with consent, the fetus has the exact same rights as the mother. It's just unfortunate that it needs the mother more. And that's just a shitty part of, you know, so in human reality, biology. So it does often depend, like... It's it entirely depend on dependent the on the mother. But that's how it applies in every other situation with consent. You know, if you desperately need a bone marrow transplant from someone and no one's willing to give it to you, you can't force someone legally to give you that. And it's shitty, but life is shitty sometimes. It's the exact same thing. I, you know, and I'm happy to advocate for the child fully and say, yeah, let's say their only goal is to live and to, you know, the fetus wants to live. Like, let's advocate for it to the greatest extent. Once again, you just can't force someone to carry it. I mean, you know, imagine someone, imagine we're in some weird sci-fi world and there's like a whole bunch of test tube kind of babies and they need a mother to, like a woman to hold them. But imagine they just knock on your door and say, oh, you legally have to put this inside you now for three months. So it's the same thing. Like you can't force someone to use their body in a way they don't want to. Yeah, but unfortunately the state of technology <coughs> is... I said you can, yeah. Disgusting. But I don't know, I suspect this is probably going to cause a lot of legal issues and I think maybe yeah. there might be certain groups or organisations or people that will maybe try to take this to the Supreme Court or will try to take this further. But it's counterculture though, isn't it? Yeah. Why can't we all just leave one another alone and let it be? But unfortunately, in a democracy, and particularly an expressive one like the United States, that's never going to really be an option. So, yeah, I mean, I agree 100% with what you're saying. That's because I'm right. You always need a man to lead on women's issues such as <laughs> abortion. It makes perfect sense <laughs> to have a male as the poster boy for <laughs> women's reproductive rights <laughs> because you all know a man can absolutely relate to a woman in every sense of the word as a woman can relate to a man in every sense of the word maybe i am missing something here but as i say to me this just looks like consent like really pure and simple I, I, there's nothing extraneous here like there's nothing extra to add in it just and i think in that sense i can relate fully to the issue like it's an issue of consent, which is a universal human, you know, like standards of consent apply universally consent, to yeah. humans. Yeah. Um, I know what it feels like to have my body used in ways I don't want, like not to the same extent and not in the same way as women, but that idea of consent applies to, you know, everyone. Yeah, I, I think, you know, as far as I can tell this, and as I said, that's only at the top level, you know, of how we decide what's moral and what should and shouldn't be like permissible within that the actual discussion of like a woman who's found herself pregnant in any way like rape incest or you know even a loving relationship um i have no i, I have very little way to empathize with that i don't but that's a different discussion like that's you know a completely different situation here's a personal example okay. oh, sorry can no, i just finish one last one i want to say as well like while i come across this very pro choice i think my natural instinct is actually to be pro-life 
I think in most situations, I would recommend someone to try and keep a child. It's not my choice, and I completely accept that. But if someone came to me for guidance or support on the issue of, of abortion, um, I would try my very hardest to be objective and help them to figure out what's best for them. But overall, I think um, my, my attitude is generally quite pro-life and I would try and do as much as possible to make sure that, you know, um, in a situation, if I could do anything to help a person, that like... But you're saying it does boil down to the consent... It's their women. choice, like... <clears throat> so, harsh example, what if I fall pregnant? Would yeah. you accept the fact if I didn't want to have that baby? I would, completely. Um, I think... Harsh example, very personal... But would you just accept that? I would. Um, difficult one when it is personal like that. I think my first instinct would be to want to have a child, although I don't think I'm the type of person that would make a good father or be very responsible. So I don't think I would be a good mother because I'm not very <laughs> responsible. There's, there's other choices there as well. But once again, it's completely your choice in, in all of this. You know, I think that's what I would look to support if it was this specific example of us two. However, um, yeah, generally my first instinct is to be pro-life. And while I'm very much for everyone's individual choice, personally, I'm a very pro-life kind of individual. But how I feel about a situation doesn't matter. Like if you were pregnant, and this is the thing as well, a lot of men say like, oh, a man should have a right if it's his child as well. It's like... Just sometimes biology is shitty to you. And I know, it turns it's not out, in your body. It turns out it's not. It's got nothing to do with you. Like, it's only got what the mother wants you to be involved in. Like, that's all it has to do with. And uh, there are rights that men have to visitation at the job, but you can't decide for someone to use their... to be an incubator for you for so many months. Just like, as I say, women can't force a man to use her body in a certain way. Um, Not unless she steals his sperm, which I'm sure has happened on many occasions. No, I'm sure that has. Um, but That's not fair on the guy. I mean, I must admit. That's that not is fair. sneaky. That that's is not sneaky. fair on the guy. Kind of weird one. But yeah, that's not fair. Um, or the woman kind of traps him with pregnancy and he uh-huh. doesn't want the kid. She's like, well, it's my kid anyway. Yeah. Um, Child support. <laughs> that's not great either. Do you know? That like, I know this happens. That isn't great. Like, I know but, it does. You know, once again, those are going to be rarer examples. But the thing is, I don't think it does. Like, just because it's your child and someone else, it doesn't mean... You had, and yeah, it is really shitty, but you know, guess what? Biology's shitty. Generally, men do okay out of biology compared to women in certain ways. So, I mean, they like, don't get pr- like, they don't have to carry a child, yeah. they don't have menopause, right? There's less chance of them being raped, <laughs> right? So, and sexually assaulted. So, I have to say, like, actually, yeah, um, exactly that. Like, just because, like, yeah, men say, oh. That's not fair. It's like, yeah, you're damn right, it's not fair. But, you know, life isn't fair. Biology isn't fair. We're all just trying to muddle through as best <laughs> we can. Maybe at some point in, you know, 50 years' time, you know, you'll be able to, you know, the woman will be able to have an abortion and they'll be able to, you know, attach the womb to you and let you take it to... I wonder how many men would be okay for that then. <laughs> I mean, imagine if that did happen. That would throw everything in... Like, I couldn't even fathom that. So I was, it's just a Men weird like example, but yeah. I mean, I couldn't really fathom that, but imagine if that was the case. I don't know if that would be a good thing. Like, what? Okay. Uh, but regardless, my point is just yeah, biology yeah, isn't fair. And yeah. Life isn't fair. Yeah, so, 
yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't get to decide how someone else uses your body, just like no one else gets to decide who you use yours. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom, motherfucker. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Probably shouldn't have said that. Okay, so to end this rather heavy topic, mm. after more than 32 minutes of talking about it, Mr. Hodgson, how would you like to end it? On a heavy note, an upbeat note? I like chocolate milk. <laughs> I actually hate chocolate milk. I've never seen you drink chocolate milk. No, I hate milk. chocolate milk. When I was a child in primary school, about mm-hmm. five or six, mm-hmm. um, I was drinking chocolate milk. And I used to like it then, and some other kid threw a dead wasp at me. and it made Ew, me why would they? Oh, gross. It made me bulk, and I've never liked chocolate milk since. Yeah, I think throwing a dead wasp at people, most people would put them off. See, I was never so, that freaked out by insects or shit. I don't know why that affected me so much, but Well, just... it was dead and it wasn't your choice to have it thrown at you. Yeah, that's it. It's consent. It's <laughs> all the difference. And Can I actually say a joke about consent. that? I saw a really good... On a dead wasp? No, no, no. It was a, a similar kind of idea, but it was something I saw on Twitter a while ago. And some guy says, man, how come, you know... You'll spend half an hour in the shower and it's absolutely fine, you'll enjoy it. But, you know, you get caught in the rain for 30 seconds and people be bitching and complaining. And this woman oh. replies and says, yeah, consent makes all the difference. Oh <laughs> my like, God, that is so good. Really, that is such a good comeback to a kind of statement or a question where it's really hard to have a comeback to. Consent, yeah, because you don't want to get wet outs- <clears throat> right. outside in the rain. You didn't consent to that. It's such a good, yeah, attitude to so many things. Consent makes all the difference. It's all about consent. And we can see the state of Texas is taking that away from all women living in Texas. I don't know if that's positive. Okay, so. Bye from Kat. Bye from Alistair. Bye from Ali, Kat and Bam Pop Productions Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.